when we get price objections, what we tend to think is, oh, my price is too high. I need to decrease my pricing. When in fact, that is not the case. That is not what you should do. Welcome to the Sharice Williams Show. This podcast was created for the highly conscious, high impact nurse turned entrepreneur looking to create, launch, and scale a wildly profitable holistic health coaching and consulting business from a place of ease and flow. I'm Sharice Williams, former ICU nurse turned multi six figure holistic health coach and the go to business coach for female clinicians. In this podcast experience, you will be educated, motivated, inspired, empowered, and forever expanded so that you can confidently step into your new identity as the CEO of your holistic health coaching and consulting business. Welcome home. So today I want to share with you a little known truth about how to, how to charge what you're worth how to charge what you're worth, okay? Um, And this is particularly true for service-based services and programs, okay? Now, this is actually stemming from a conversation that I had with one of my um, uh, private clients, one-on-one private clients, coaching clients earlier today. And I thought, you know what? Let me bring this to you guys as well. Because I'm sure, uh, you know, you. and, and actually most of the people that come to me that work with me who are already in business, most of the nurses or clinicians that come to me that are already in business, um, this is always a, a, a big piece, a big piece of it. And so why is this a problem? Let's first talk about that. It's a problem because number one, uh, who I see this happens to the most, I should say, is women. There's something about us women. There's something, it's like a, a worthiness thing. There, there is something. Uh, and, and it's and it's true for whether you are just now starting out in business or maybe having started your business yet, but you're in the you're in the process, right? Um, or maybe you've launched your business. Maybe you already have a successful, you're running a business, but you are trying to figure out, okay, how am I gonna scale this? And perhaps you're running, again, a successful business, but you're still thinking, how am I going to scale? Because that's always the next question. How can can I scale this, right? So it's applicable in every every step of the process. And so what I find is women particularly have a very hard time. We, We notoriously undercharge for our services, okay? That's a whole other video. Because <laughs> uh, uh, it brings up worthiness issues, it brings up money issues, it triggers all of our money stuff, our money mindset, it, our relationship with money. It, it's it's a whole thing. And again, I'll I'll say that for another video. But also, nurses, and it's not just nurses; it's actually people in healthcare, right? Because we've been kind of programmed, and hey there, we've been kind of programmed and conditioned to think, oh, okay, healthcare is altruistic, and you know all. all, all all the things, right? And so we have been kind of conditioned and programmed around what it is that we can monetize, should monetize, how much we should monetize, all of those things, okay? And it's not just, like I said, it's not just nurses. It's 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 particularly um, healthcare, and particularly women in healthcare. So whether you are a nurse, a nurse practitioner, a chiropractor, a physician, a naturopath, if you're a woman in healthcare, um, it, 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 it affects you more so than the men, in my experience, okay? But here's the problem. When you are pricing 
um, when you're when you're looking at pricing your 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 services, a lot of times you look at okay, what do I think the market will bear? What do I think the market will bear? What are, what are other people doing out there? And I have a story to share with you about that in a sec. But what happens is when you when you take that approach, what it does is inadvertently. Um, but psychologically, what it does, and, and psychologically in the minds of your potential client, is that it lumps you in the same, it lumps you in the group of everyone else. It lumps you in the mediocre group. It does. Because if everyone else is charging this, then I should charge this, which means we're all the same. And you first have, you have to ask yourself a question, is that true? Is that true? Am I mediocre? And if you're not mediocre, then why are you charging mediocre like everyone else who is mediocre, right? So, you know, I work with specifically badass nurses, nurses that know, <laughs> they know that they are badass. Um, and so that in and of itself, just coming to the table with that knowing, that's a, that means you're not going to price like everyone else. You're not going to have your pricing for your services or your program like everyone else, because again, it puts you in the mediocre category, Okay. Also, what happens is when you are in that mindset, what ends up happening is you end up you end up creating a business that is running like yeah, you end up creating a business that's running like a like like a job, right? What happens is Oftentimes when I ask people, okay, and these are clinicians, right? What is it that you're wanting to charge? And they'll look, they'll, you know, they'll kind of grab their phone and they'll, well, okay, I was breaking this as a nurse, so I'll just double this or I'll triple this or whatever. And that's the kiss of death. That's the number one mistake that you don't want to do. Actually, that's the second number. That's the second mistake. First mistake is pricing like everyone else. Second mistake is trying to apply an entrepreneur mindset, excuse me, an employee mindset to entrepreneurship. Employees get paid per hour. Employees get paid per hour. Entrepreneurs, business owners get paid for the transformation. So you can't apply an employee mindset to entrepreneurships. Totally different worlds. They don't compute. Okay. And so what ends up happening is if you, if, but if, if you, if you try to apply that employee mindset, what ends up happening is even if you've tripled the, the amount of money that you're making, the hourly amount, what is happening is this. You end up with so many clients. And I know you're thinking, oh, wait, isn't that a good thing? No, it's not a good thing. The reason why it's not a good thing is because you'll have so many clients, which means you're going to stretch yourself so thin, which means that you end up developing a business that instead of you building a business that you're running, your business ends up running you. Most times when we look at creating a business, we are wanting to create, yes, from a place of, you know, um, um, we're wanting to make an impact. We wanted to make an impact in people's lives and people's health, right? And along with that, we're also wanting to create a certain level of freedom. Everyone that I talk to that's like, oh, why do you want to create your, why do you want to have your own business? I don't want to have to answer anyone else. I don't want to have to punch a time clock. I don't want to have to work, you know, all these crazy hours. I don't want to have to deal with all the politics. I don't want to have to do all this stuff, right? So we start businesses because we want a certain level of autonomy. We want a certain level of time freedom. We want a certain level of financial freedom, all of the above, right? But what ends up happening is when you undercharge for your services, which nine times out of 10, every person that I work with that comes to me 
dramatic, not just not just a little bit undercharging. They are significantly, massively undercharging for their services. Okay. Again, what ends up happening is you you have so many clients, you stretch yourself so thin, your business ends up running you instead of you running your business. You've created another, you've created yet another, you're working 12, 18, 20 hours. That's not, that's not why you've been into business, right? And what ends up happening is you get burned out and then you tap out and you're like, I'm out of here. And ultimately the world gets robbed of your gifts. Okay. So having too many clients or having a lot of clients is, is, is not, um, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Okay. And so I share with you, you know, I was having a, uh, it was my coaching session with one of my um, one-on-one clients earlier today. And she said, I am starting out, I'm wondering if I'm, if I'm pricing's right, if I'm pricing my services right. And I said, okay, so let's talk about it. Where's that, where's this come, you know, coming from? She was like, well, um, you know, a lot of the people, some of the people that I talked to, they said, you know, they couldn't afford my services. And oftentimes, what we do, and I shared this with her, oftentimes what we what we do is when we get price objections, what we tend to think is, oh, my price is too high. I need to decrease my pricing. When in fact, that is not the case. That is not what you should do. What, what that tells me is that if you're constantly, it tells me several things though, but if you're constantly getting price objections, it's telling me one, we need to work on your positioning. Two, we need to work on how to have an effective enrollment conversation, right? And three, because of the position, you're probably attracting the wrong clients, the wrong potential clients, okay? So it's not a pricing issue. It's more so a positioning issue and a messaging issue. And that's why you're not drawing in the right people, okay? That that say, oh, that's what the price is, okay, okay? So again, but most people think, oh, let me decrease my pricing. No, because guess what happens? You keep decreasing, you keep decreasing. And it's never the pricing. It's never the pricing that's the problem. It's the messaging and the positioning that is the problem, okay? So she says, yeah. So I was looking at other people, you know, looking at other people who are kind of in my similar space and their pricing is way, you know, it's a thought less. And I share with her, most women, women, period, and women in healthcare drastically undercharge for their services. They drastically uh, undervalue what they offer. And so now, knowing that they're already drastically undervaluing what they offer, you you want to do the same? <laughs> I didn't say it quite like that. <laughs> She'll probably watch this. I didn't say it like that, but you know. But, but we did have a conversation, and so. And I said, so what was the different? What's the differentiator? She goes, well, there are lots of differences. She says, one, I'm a nurse. I'm like, oh, ding, 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 ding. That's a huge differentiator. Listen, you can go, you can take a a a, a health coaching or holistic health coaching course online. That doesn't that does not equate to all the years of expertise, the years of knowledge that you of, that you as a nurse or as a clinician have acquired, not just through school, not just through continuing education, but from feet on the ground working with patients, right? That that's that's priceless. Okay. And so I said, so that's that's a huge differentiator, the fact that you are a nurse and a holistic health practitioner. Huge difference than just a health coach, because that's what she was looking to, looking at. She was kind of looking at other health coaches and holistic health coaches. But so my question to her and to you is what is, what differentiates you? 
And if you're being really honest with yourself, you will, you'll find a lot of big differentiators. One, particularly you're a nurse. Everyone can't say that they're a nurse or a nurse practitioner or a fill in the blank, doctor, whatever the case, functional medicine, whatever the case may be. Okay. And um, so anyway, so we had that conversation. We kind of talked to that. And she was like, wait a minute. I might, <laughs> then she went back to her pricing. She was like, wait a minute. I might not be charged enough. And it's, it's so funny. And so here's the other thing too. Yes, it absolutely has to, it has to resonate with you. Your pricing has to resonate. It has to feel aligned. If it doesn't feel aligned, you're not going to be able to sell it anyway. You're not going to be able to enroll clients into your, your, your service or your program anyway, if it doesn't feel aligned. So, so, so that has to be there. The alignment has to be there. That congruency has to be there. Um, but world to the story is don't base your pricing on what you think the market will bear. Don't base your pricing based on other people who aren't quite the same as you. Maybe they're kind of in the same field um, or arena, but not quite the same because uh, particularly if you're a woman and if you're a clinician, because knowing that they are massively undercharging anyway because of their own worthiness issues, their own money mindset issues, their own fill in the blank. And so why would you want to do that? You don't. Okay. So these are things that I kind of work with my clients, um, uh, help them navigate. And that's the other thing I, I, I definitely want to mention. We all, no matter where you are in business, whether you're just starting to launch, whether you've already launched and you're getting some no's and let's be honest, we all get no's. If you, if you, if someone tells you they don't, they never get no's and 100% of their sales conversations convert into paying clients, uh, you better run because they're lying because nothing's 100%, right? No one, I get no's still, right? And um, and so, but here's the thing. This is what happens when we start to get no's, all that stuff starts happening. Well, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Maybe I'm not quite ready yet. Maybe I am pricing too high. Maybe all of this stuff, all of this stuff, and then you get sucked in into the abyss, right? And so it's so very important that you are, that you have a coach to work with, an advisor, a mentor to work with, to help you navigate through those feelings, those issues, those, all of that. Because otherwise what you're gonna do is you're gonna keep lowering your price, lowering your price, lowering your price. And then it's, and then it's not even worth it. Like, what are you even in business for? Hobbies, business make, businesses make money, hobbies don't, right? Keep that in mind. Businesses make money, hobbies don't. Hobbies cost money, okay? I have a feeling, I'm not sure where that came from, but I had a feeling, I have a feeling someone needed to hear that today. Otherwise it wouldn't have come up. Hobbies cost money. Businesses make money. Okay. All right. So that being said, the solution to this whole conundrum of how to price um, is you're going to price based on lifetime transformation, not based on hourly. Because again, that's our go-to because, because we've all been, that's 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 what's been modeled, right? That we've all worked per hour, or maybe you were salary, but still, right? And so that's typically our go-to when we're transitioning from being a nurse or a clinician to a online uh, a coach, uh, or we'll just leave it coach for 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 today's purposes for today's conversation, okay? Coach, consultant, whatever the case may be, and so not based on hourly, based on lifetime transformation. So what does that mean? What is the lifetime value of them working with you? What is the lifetime value? What is it that from them working with you, they now have different skills. They now have different mindsets. They now have different 
just um, information. They now have different, they have, like, I literally, literally want you to write this down. What is it that they will get from you, from working with you, whether it's six months, 12 months, whatever the case may be. And ask yourself, if they walk away with these skills that they can go back to, they can pull these. So some of the things that it's, you'll have create a whole transformation. There's no going back. Others, you'll have given them tools, right? So if they, if they get into a sticky situation down the line or whatever, they have these tools they can pull out of their toolkit. But some of the things that they will have embodied from working with you, of course, that is the goal, that they have embodied many things from working with you. And just in that embodiment, that embodiment of a new mindset, that embodiment of a new identity, that new that embodiment of how to make you know um, great choices, that embodiment of how to start prioritizing themselves. I'm talking. I was. I'm thinking of my client because um, her main thing is self love and, and self care, right? Lifetime value of knowing of of embodying self worth, self care, lifetime value. Because here's the thing: doesn't just affect her, does it? Let's just stay, let's stay there for just a second. It doesn't just affect her. It affects her children. Let's talk, let's let's say she has daughters. It affects her daughters and how her daughters now value themselves, treat themselves, allow themselves to be treated. We're talking lifetime value. And that goes generation to generation to generation to generation. Okay? So oftentimes we get so short-sighted, <clears throat> but this is about impact. All right. So ask yourself, what is the lifetime value of them working with me? And even at that, it's very hard to quantify. You can't quantify it, but it is very hard to quantify. Okay. And so if you have, um, if you have any questions about that or whatever, if you're wondering, well, how should I do it? I'm a fitness or I'm a holistic health coach or I'm a health coach, but my, but I focus on fitness or, or I focus just on nutrition or I focus on self-care, self-love, whatever the case may be. If you're not sure how this, how you should be um, pricing your services for lifetime value, drop it in the comment section. I'm happy to help you out with that. Okay. Drop in the comment section. Tell me kind of what you do, what your, who your, who your client, who your ideal client is or who you think it is um, and what problem you solve for them. Okay, and then what's the lifetime value? Let's just talk it out. We'll, and, and we'll and 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 you might be surprised. Actually, you're you're gonna be very surprised at <laughs> um, your pricing. You're gonna be very surprised at your pricing versus uh, what I share with you. Okay, and it's not just about like throwing a big a high price tag on something. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but it also isn't about undervaluing your years of ex- expertise, your gifts, your talents, the tr- the the transformation that you're able to provide for them. Not just while they're working with you, but for a lifetime. And there you have it. Thanks so much for joining today and listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed what I shared today, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss anything and leave a review telling us what resonated with you the most. And if it feels aligned, I want to invite you to join us inside of the Holistic Health and Empowerment Community. It's for all of the nurses who are revolutionizing how we as a collective impact health through our coaching businesses like to hang out. I'll leave the link for you down below in the show notes. I'll see you there.